Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Episode 19, episode 19, we are recording episode 19. What tune is that? Uh, my own? It was just in my head? I thought you were... It, it sounded like you were doing like the theme song, but you went off key? I mean, I, don't, I can't imagine a universe where I'd be in key, because I'm tone deaf. But you're a musician. But I'm a drummer. Yeah, but that's still a musician. No, it, that's rhythm. I don't need to know keys. I have somebody else tune my drums when we play. Okay, so you just so really you're a drummer because you just want to bang the drum as hard as you can all day. I don't want to work. I just want to bang and roll all my drum all night. night. No, wait, and I want to rock and roll all, all night and part of every day. No, it's party every day. No, just part of a, that's too oh, much party. Oh, well, obviously, part of every just, day. Otherwise, you're gonna sleep. Where do okay. you sleep in this? Ready to talk about some movie shit? No, I want to keep these hot riffs going. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so as soon as we finished recording last week, uh, they came out and said there's going to be no host for the Oscars, and I wish that had broken during the show. Yeah, that would have been was, more exciting. That was already happening, though. That was on the table. Okay, so it wasn't but, confirmed, confirmed, but correct. everyone was like, this is going to happen. They were still looking with the possibility of no host. They actually said it's only going to be the presenters doing bits and no actual host. Right. So this is not really much breaking news as it is. Yep. Confirmation. You guys Nobody wants out. to fucking do this. Which, good. Yeah. All right. I'm excited because today our first, or besides that, our first real pieces of news are for original movies. Okay. And that hasn't happened here in a long time. Wait, are we done talking about the Oscars? Yeah. There's more. You don't want you don't have any hot takes on... What? So did you not read about that? Uh, so the Oscars, what? they have eliminated four of the categories. I didn't hear anything about this. So what they're going to, I don't I have to look in specifically, but they're going to take four of the categories and they're going to present them during the commercial break. Oh. So like during the commercial break, they're going to have them and then. Well, we talked about cutting some of these out anyway. Yeah, but like. Which so, ones are they cutting? So um, I believe it's makeup and hairstyling. Okay. Film editing. Why? Yeah, so editing got edited out of the Oscars. Ooh, so that's a big in. And and so like already like Guillermo del Toro's come out and said, yeah, no, I did. That's you're right. Stupid. I did see Gil, Guillermo del Toro talk about this. He said like like editing is film. Like yeah, and he's like these are like the people. Like these are the most important people. Like we can't do anything if you don't do this here. Uh, I'm looking it up right now because it's it, yeah, it's like four awards and it's and it's also something like like they're gonna have. 90 seconds from the time their name is called to get up on stage and finish their speech, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Because I saw the Grammys on Sunday. How was the, how are the Grammys? The Grammys are just a giant mixed concert show. Okay. And like every so often they'll just decide to give out an award. I think I watched, I watched the whole presentation. I think four awards went out total. <laughs> Everything's just done in between breaks, done in commercials. Song of the year was given out like at eight o'clock and there were still two and a half hours of show. I was under the impression song of the year is the equivalent of best, best director picture. or best picture. Right. That is like a who gives a shit award, apparently. Oh. It's record of the year is the big one. I, I think I read, didn't Cardi B get the first, like the first female to get best rapper of the year? Yes. That's first, amazing. I think it's for solo female. Oh, uh, that's great, man. Good honor. But that's wonderful. Yeah, but... And, but like every award they gave out, you just watched a full minute of everyone stammering, trying to collect themselves, thank management, thank management, and then get played off. It's like, 
I don't care. Right. And like, I get it. I know I'm not trying to take away from like you feeling emotional about this moment, but yada, 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 yada. Come on, let's go. You can right. be like, well, thank you so much. I really mean that. So it doesn't hit me as much. The idea mm-hmm. of like your acceptance speech has to be like two minutes and that's it. You're done. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I don't need long rambling nonsense that goes nowhere. Has there ever been an example of like someone getting an award and just be like, yep, I deserve this. I deserve it. And I did it myself. I think the daytime Emmys. Okay. Because I think at the daytime Emmys, it goes to like the same person every what? year. That's funny. Or like, or like even like the regular Emmys. Like I think at a certain point, like Neil Patrick Harris or Jim Parsons have won like leading actor in a comedy like five years in a row. Right. So eventually they're like, yep. And yep. just move on. That's really funny. I like that. I gotta look into that. Okay. So, um, you got which ones are cut? giving the awards during commercial breaks and editing and airing them later in the telecast. So best okay, film so editing this will get shown. This will get shown, but okay, best okay film editing, that. best yep. live action short, best makeup and hairstyling and best cinematography. Okay, I'm, I'm, cinematography and editing should stay in. I'm okay with the other two getting cut. I don't think... I think shorts should have their own Oscar. I don't think they need to be in the regular. That's fair. You know, have, a, have an Oscar shorts. You know, have a... Yeah, that's... You know, and make it like like live on YouTube or something. Make it its own little thing. Anyway, that's, that's my hot take. It, it just seems like more and more and more the Oscars are just like trying to dig their way out of a hole by digging deeper. And they're just like not understanding what the problem is no it's almost like rich people don't know what the fuck's going on in the world those hollywood elites am Ugh. i right stop moving to austin all right uh <laughs> so i saw a trailer that dropped today for a movie okay. called yesterday have you seen the trailer for this movie no i am not i i legitimately am most excited for this movie than any movie in years including what is Avengers. this about it's about uh, a down on his luck singer songwriter who like finds himself somehow in an alternate universe where the Beatles never existed. What? Yeah, so the Beatles never existed. So he starts putting out Beatles songs as his own songs. Oh, okay. And then he gets to be like the world's most famous musician. But in the trailer, it kind of alludes to the fact that the Beatles are still in this universe. They're just not the Beatles. So they have written these songs, but they're like dive bar musicians. So it's, Oh, so like somebody is like stolen from like this indie band. Right. Exactly. That's like, and that could be wrong. That's just kind of what the trailer is purporting. But it's amazing. It's like this, this it, it just, it looks so good. I can't even explain. Just go watch the trailer for yesterday. And it looks, it's amazing. That's one of those, like, when you think about, like, premises of, like, if you go back in time or you're in an alternate universe, like, what would you do? How would you change the world? And, like, those are the real things people would do. Like, I know everyone wants to say, oh, I'd go invent Google. I don't know how to do that. No. I don't know know how to to sing the song yesterday, though. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not, you know, the greatest musician, but I know all the words to this song. I could just sing that out and get that together. Like, I can't just, like, develop an app. What song, if you could go back in time and say one song is your song, what would it be? Mbop by Hanson. That's a good one because everyone knows that. Everyone I do, knows that song. I do flagpole sitter. Ooh, I, mean, <laughs> I, I do think also I would be on the forefront of a lot of the dances that have are the songs that have dances. Right. So like I'd like invent the macarena. I'd and invent the, the cha cha slide, the cupid yeah. shuffle, just hand jiving. I'd invent all of that stuff. Okay. And, and so then I, that would just be I would just be like the king of the dance of, song of trendy dances. And I would live in a big giant tower. Soldier boy up in the soul. Oh. <laughs> now watch me. You. Nice. That'd be you. 
That's good. That's, yeah, a, like that's that, a good goal. I probably kill baby Hitler, but you know, to each their own. I mean, okay, yes. But I mean, that might bring on something. I'm assuming in this scenario, I'm coming back into like the like the 80s. Okay, that's fine. Where Hitler's so, in Argentina. Anyway, I really like this idea. I think it's an original concept. It's great to see something that is not just a fucking reboot, not just a fucking sequel, because we're going to talk about a bunch of those today. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm going to support the shit out of this movie. No, that sounds cool. And, and it sounds like a, I mean, I was going to say realistic. Like, it's as realistic as alternate universe realities no, but can it's, be. It's but... filmed very realistic. And it looks like it's funny and it has heart. And I'm just, I'm angry uh, <laughs> about how good this movie looks. Please don't let me down yesterday. Okay. Uh, ne- uh, in the same vein, new trailer dropped for a movie called Big Shark. What? It's called Big Shark. Okay. It is a movie written and directed by Tommy Wiseau. Oh, that's okay. So this is a Tommy Wiseau shark movie. Okay. To the room. Yep. Uh, uh, Greg Sestero definitely starring. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want it basically is the exact same style and writing as the room, but where a world where everything kind of fills up with water and you always have to be worried about a big shark eating you. <laughs> a amazing, amazingly impeccable CGI shark. You could you could not show off how uh like your eyes were shifting because this yeah. is an audio medium it's but... uh it's like a geo cities looking shark so there's that but again originality and i'm okay with it yeah but it's tommy wiseau originality so yeah. it's well this is the two spectrums of like wanting to report about you know original movies and cool new things but then like something that's going to be so good and something that's going to be the worst piece of shit Have ever you made actually seen the room i know I, you... I won't do it to so myself you haven't seen the room no okay. of course not See, that is, like, very well known, but he's also done a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Like, Best Fiends, Best Friends, Fiends. I don't don't actually know how to pronounce it, because it's, like, Best Friends, but the R is in parentheses, so it looks like Fiends. I don't know how you actually verbalize that one. But, like, so... Neither does he. There you go. I was his assistant for a week. You told me about that, and it sounds... Yeah, Alma Draft House, he was here doing screenings for a week, and I had to be his merch bitch, and, uh... Yeah, he, that's him. There's no acting. That's that's just the way he is. When we're off, Mike, I have to tell you a story that I had today involving celebrity demands. I'm so excited. This I'm glad be... we're tickling balls on the podcast. So. Hey. All right, next piece of uh, news. Mason, what's your hot take on Will Smith's genie? As someone who kind of grew up in the generation that Aladdin should be that important to you. I don't understand why everyone had such a visceral negative reaction to it. To me, seeing mm-hmm. it, it was fine. Okay. Like, now granted, I mean, the clip was like four seconds long, so I didn't get like a prolonged look at it or anything like that. But is this is this the worst thing that's ever happened? Okay, so my hot take is yes, and it is uh, basically akin to a wartime atrocity. Okay, so we went from a like a four to a 20. <laughs> yep. Out of ten, so the trailer itself was just garbage. It existed. Yeah, it's like at this point, I'm like, just cut your losses, Disney, and stop with these live action reboots. It's like you took something like Genie was magic. When you're a kid, and you watch it. Genie is magic, and now it literally is just a painted blue Will Smith. He doesn't look magic. He doesn't look like a genie. He looks like a painted blue Will Smith. Every other 
reboot and live action has made a billion dollars. That's I why know. they won't it's stop. It's disgusting, and I'm so angry. I just, I just remember it was just a very unremarkable. Like I knew it was Aladdin because he said Aladdin in it, and so that right. very much like okay, that's what this is. This is him entering the cave. Okay, it just it it was a it felt like a teaser. It was like a real teaser, and then Will Smith come up, and then all I could think of was oh okay, he is blue. But like, I, <laughs> okay, he's blue. Well, because there was the whole like when he was on like it was yeah. it Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, and he, he wasn't, wasn't blue. blue, so everyone was like, "Is it gonna be blue?" I don't know. And then, I guess I was more looking at that. Like, I didn't. Uh, apparently, people were saying like his face was like moving weirdly. Like it was like the animatronics weren't right. Or... Well, it's 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 a body double or like a CGI. Bo- like it's, it's basically his face projected onto like a weird body that's blue. Okay, maybe I just I, I just I I didn't notice anything in a way that made me like feel this guttural hatred i was just like hmm, it right. was to me it wasn't even guttural hate. it was just like i just noped out i'm like i saw him for a split second i'm just like you know what? no no i'm over i'm not gonna go see this i'm not gonna support it all right i mean i i yeah like uh, this did, one i feel like has had an uphill battle to Disney begin with makes so much amazing shit like it, it seems like they're pumping these out to pump them out and you don't need to if you're gonna like take the time and make it great, don't let it look weird. Make it magic. That's no. what you. That's what you are. You have Imagineers. Make it magic. Make it magical. No, I can get that. I can understand that. I mean, can get that. I, I just. I just. I as soon as it was over, I forgot about it. Right. And then, and There's then, that too. And then I went online and oh my god. I'll also god. say Aladdin is my number one favorite Disney movie of all time, above anything else. So maybe I'm a little more sensitive than most people, but that's my one. That's my Disney right there. Do you think if they did like a live action reboot of like uh, what is it, the Black Cauldron? Do oh, no think, one would care. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like I think we're just hitting that point where a lot of these movies were You're from with like the nostalgia, like right. that eighty five to two thousand range right. where and that group of people are very very vocal. And, and you know, what? maybe this things. Aladdin isn't for me. Maybe this Aladdin isn't for. Maybe it's for the next generation. Do you think the same people had those same kind of like when the third version of a star is born came out the people like of the second version were like how dare you remake this movie maybe is this is this a trend that's been going on forever we're actually going to talk about that kind of shortly which is kind of funny you're good you're very intuitive on this show i want you to know that i don't read the notes ahead of time that's true we said we were going to start doing that but we didn't no all right uh next thing uh another thing i'm super excited about it's kind of like dc's response to into the spider-verse being so big and so awesome and making all this money and being kind of cutting edge they're gonna make a uh like not for a dvd movie this time they're gonna make a for the screen batman beyond movie good yeah they should i like batman beyond i've always liked batman beyond i kind of want to see michael keaton play old bruce wayne so i will i will admit i you don't know batman beyond i don't That's but, okay. it, you don't but it should be because that feels because that came out like in the 90s yeah I 99 was, to 2001. Right. So I was between 9 and like 11, 12 during that range. So that should have right. been like immediately my Your jam, shit. my yeah. target. I am the target demo here. I was way older and, and it was my shit. And it just, it just missed me entirely. It's just, so it's just great. It's the story about like basically Bruce Wayne gets too old to be Batman. And at some point he's literally about to be killed by some random uh, like criminals. So he, he picks up their gun to save his own life and then he looks down and he's like I just held a gun 
Like I just pointed a gun, and this is like the real Bruce Wayne, like yeah. not Batfleck, the the real the real Batman who's like guns are the fucking like I basically just become what I've been trying to fight my whole life. So like, since he picked up that gun, he's like I can't be Batman anymore because I'm gonna get killed by some random street puff. He just isolate isolates himself, and he's just done being Batman mm-hmm. until this kid breaks into his manner. Is that Terry McGinnis? Terry McGinnis, yeah. yeah. And then they kind of form this protege situation where. Batman is now the guy in the chair mm-hmm. in his ear, and Terry McGinnis is being the Batman in the future. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, it takes place like not like the ex- insane future, not the insane future, but far enough that it's it's, it's that Bruce Wayne is high. retired. Yeah, Bruce Wayne is an old, old, old man, and not like uh, Dark Knight Rise is retired, like old man retired. No, like he's older than Alfred at this point. Got it. He was way dead. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, he's probably like super dead by that. Super point. dead. But uh, I love Batman Beyond. I've always wanted more from that universe. Uh, I would have preferred a live action one, but I'll, I'll deal with the animated. And uh, I would like to see Michael Keaton come back as the voice of old Bruce Wayne. If not, uh, Kevin Conroy, who is my favorite Batman. Okay. I'll, right. take, I'll take your uh, take your word on that. <laughs> that's fine. We were at Comic-Con and Kevin Conroy was there and we didn't go hear him talk. And that's a regret I have. Oh, was he, do- he was doing the, uh, he he was had doing like a the panel. Talk. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't go because we were over it. Uh, Get over that real quick. Yeah. So this is a news story that came and left. I just want to talk about because I think it's funny. In an interview, Daniel Ratcliffe joked about being cast as the new Wolverine. <laughs> and people took it very seriously. So he had to come out with a statement like, y'all, like it's the most ridiculous joke. Like, I would never be cast as Wolverine. And I said it jokingly, tongue in cheek. Did he though? Yeah, I went and went back and saw the interview. And what like, was just, what was the thing where he said he would be? It's like, oh, what, what do you got going on soon? He's just like, oh, I'm gonna be Wolverine. I don't, I don't remember word for word. I mean, like, I. Gr- now, granted, all fans of anything uh-huh. are insane and bad people. If you're right. a fan of anything, you're a bad person. Well, you're a fan of things, right? And I'm a bad person. Got it. So I just imagine like any of like the Wolverine diehards are gonna take anything as like, oh no, he's just teasing. Oh, he leaked it too early. So like, I mean, people hated Hugh Jackman when he got cast, and then well, he yeah. became beloved. Yeah, because he was not known. He was like a nobody. I thought Heath Ledger was the dumbest fucking casting in the world at the time too. And then I'm like, wow, he's the best Joker of all time. Everyone thought Jared Leto would make a terrible Joker, and look oh, at us now. Oh yeah, look at boy, us now. Boy, did he prove us wrong. The huh. award-winning Suicide Squad, I'm Academy so Award-winning Suicide Squad. God, Heath Ledger was a god. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, he joked about it, and then uh, in this like, kind of makeup interview, they were talking about reboots and stuff, and they asked him about a Harry Potter reboot, and his and now everyone's kind of freaking out because he's he has a very like honest opinion. He's just like, I'm sure there's going to be another one. Of course, oh, they're rebooting everything. And not only that, my sure it's going to happen. I'm sure it's going to happen in my lifetime, and I'm fine with it. And I'm excited to see what they where they go with it. I would love to watch a Harry Potter reboot. I think they will specifically because the first three movies kind of camp well they were made before harry potter became yeah agreed. A glo- like it, it got big quickly but it became a global phenomenon around yeah. like book four book five can i read his direct quote to you sure it says i'm sure there'll be some other version of it i know i'm not the last harry potter i'm gonna see in my lifetime it feels like there's a sacredness around them right now at the at the moment but that'll go the shine will wear off at some point it'll be interesting to see if they do a reboot if they do reboot them the films again or do a series i'm just fascinated to watch yeah no they're definitely like at least the first couple just because they were they were made before the story was finished 
so it was still just like wacky boy wizard and oh my god look how wacky and crazy it is and then like book four book five it's like oh no now it's a war now everything's bad no more fun no more excitement so what they'll probably do is they'll redo the first one that'll still be surprised but there will be like way dark overtones right because like the first movie was made gritty reboot harry potter well because the first movie like snape was still like the bad, the bad guy. guy and like the like the number two villain behind Voldemort. So he was like, I still purport he's the number two villain behind Voldemort. <laughs> Everyone loves Snape. I say fuck that dude. He's a monster. Well, yeah, because of like it just, that we just decided on book seven. Like, just kidding. He was a rogue agent the whole time. But even if he was, if you read the books, he was vile to Harry. Like, yeah, he kept him alive, but at what a cost. Oh man, I'm having a, I'm having a thought that I'm I'm scared to say out loud. Say it. Is Snape toxic masculinity? He Snape is toxic masculinity, and not just because of potions. Because no, <laughs> no, it's because nope. he didn't get his dick wet, so he was a dick to to everybody involved. And you know, like he basically tortured Harry because he looked like the dude that did get his dick wet with the girl he liked. Fuck Snape, and like, and so he had a little bit of power and flexed it every time you, he could. You, you know more about this than I do. I, I sure I, do. So. So he and Lily were friends. Yeah, best friends. They were best friends. But, like, he wanted... To fuck. And she was like, no. She wanted to fuck James Potter. Right. And she was just happy to have a best friend like Snape. He was in the friend zone. So so Snape was the epitome of, like, friend zone. Fuck you, I hate you. And then went super... Not only that, but went to Voldemort and was like, I don't care if you kill James. I don't care if you kill the baby. Just don't kill Lily. And if Lily had not, like, sacrificed herself to save uh, little baby Harry, then that's what would have happened. And, and the He's dealing... not a good guy. Do you get to choose your own Patronus? Or is that, like, something that's, like, inside it's you? It's, like, visceral. So he, his changes out of, like, grief. His Patronus changes to hers, yeah. Okay, so it's not a thing where it's like, ooh, I'm going to copy you because I love you. Please no, love me back. No, it was, like, a, a very visceral kind of inside thing but it doesn't matter and then like it's like oh because of the memory of lily i'm gonna keep harry alive but then tortures him in school like there's shit we don't see in the movies that's like fucking vile right but we've we've now decided to praise snape as a hero because of the very end but even though he was just like a total dick and just yeah and he was a double agent he did like give good information to the to uh to the order of the phoenix about like voldemort's movements and shit it's just the, the good doesn't outweigh the bad to this no he was still very much a i did de- i deserve sex because i was a good guy to you oh yeah the vending machine theory yes uh and then like even there's there's a theme in, in the uh in, in the book a theme a part in the book where it's like at the end uh snape is like outraged when he finds out from dumbledore that they're gonna that Harry has to die. Spoiler alert! And uh, Dumbledore's like, "Wait, have you actually begun to care about Harry? And uh, care about for him?" And he's like, "For him, for him!" And he throws out his Patronus, and it's like, "It's for her. It's always been for her." Kind of thing. Like, it's all for the memory of Lily that he's not killed Harry himself. Bad. Fuck Snape. Anyway, I hope I get some. By the way, we got two emails of feedback from someone that came in my. It marks that didn't have anything in the body of the email. It just says feedback from. So if you're the person that sent us those emails, I can't read them 
uh, get us at five by five at the movies on Facebook or I'm just letting you know I have again. feedback. I got feedback, but I didn't see what it was. Uh uh, uh I'm I, not gonna tell you what I, it is. I would have loved to have read it on air, especially if it's negative. I hope it was. Hey, I love the fact that you guys spent a whole episode talking about reality shows. <laughs> Please do that again for this movie podcast. As soon as we were done recording, I was like, I have like. 25 more things I want to say about reality shows. There was one big one I missed, which is Bad Girls Club, but we'll come to that back. We'll get that later. Okay. That's all my Harry Potter talk. Okay, uh, Masters of the Universe filming in July. And I I normally don't take your side of things, but like... (laughs) In my head... Good start, I like that. In my head, Little Mason, the Little Mason that's in my head is just going, why the fuck do we need this? What, What nostalgia makes it so that we need a live action masters of the universe we don't i i i, I it's, think it's, it's over it's past Let i it think go. it fits in that category of films like we just talked about not not like we just talked about with the first harry potter movie where man we can do this a lot better this time right we have a more complete picture we have the better technology we can can we just do a do-over but like, there's no such thing as just do a do-over. But it's just it's, it's just gonna be fan service with better CGI, right? So it's gonna be a reboot. We it's don't gonna need be this. A whole like do-over and like set up, but like you can't call it that, which is unfortunate but necessary. And there's there's no real other way around it. It's just we have better technology now. We can make it an actual thing that matters now. And I'm really excited for the Jane Silent Bob reboot, just because it's called the Jane Silent Bob reboot, but it's all the exact same actors. It's the same actors. It's the same <laughs> actors. Continuing the story. They're calling a reboot just to poke fun at reboots, and I like that. And they're still like pretending like they're 20 years old, even though they're creeping on 60. 70. 70. 80, 150. I don't know how old they are. They're 40s. I mean, well... well I'm in my 30s. Like 91, 92? Or I don't know when Clerks came out, but it was like early 90. So that's almost 25 years. Yeah, I, I, can, I can tie in. That makes sense. Alright, uh, next piece of news uh, Well, anyway, finish my thought Fuck Masters of the Universe, we don't need it I hope I'm pleasantly surprised I hope it ends up being a good movie with a lot of Skeletor memes in it It's gonna be Jim and the Holograms Oh, that hurts me That was a bad movie It's gonna be Jim and the Holograms I hope it's not But like with all the Skeletor memes If they just like poked fun at those the whole time, that'd be fine They're, they're gonna It's uh, don't, make a talk, movie. don't make a movie because of a meme Yeah, let's talk about Rambo fucking 5 That's what I'm calling it Rainbow Five. Isn't there already a Rainbow Five? No, this one's called Ram- Rambo Five: Last Blood. It's coming out s- sometime in the next year or so. These movies are going to keep coming out until Sylvester Stallone dies. Yes, and then they'll just do a CGI version of him. If you're wondering what that noise in the background is, they're doing construction at the venue that we record at. So then there's a bunch of hammering in the background. So because we are 19 episodes in and still don't know how to do this. Yeah. Uh, so Rambo Five again. We don't need it. Stop. It's a money grab. Also, isn't this, he a bad dude now? Yeah, he kills a lot of people. No, no, I mean, like, Sylvester Stallone. Isn't he, like, a bad person? No, nothing bad came out about him, I don't think. Uh, Did they? Maybe. I don't know. I, I haven't paid attention. He is so non-consequential to me as a person. I I, I mean, he, he doesn't need to be the star of these action movies anymore. No. It's just, ugh, who cares? Yeah, shut up. Go yeah. away. Yeah, shut up. Shut up, Sly. Yeah. Uh, Coming to America sequel sets a 2020 release date. I'm torn on this I, one. Me too, because I love the original, and they're just going to fuck it up. So I really like that, but what would the sequel be? Because it's another one of those where it's... It's a completed story. 40 years after the yeah. fact. 
Is it? No, that can't be right. No, it's not wait 40 a years old. Hold on, wait a minute. When did the first Coming to America come out? All right, you Banff, I'll look it up. Because, because it came out in the 80s, so... Did it? Yeah, it's an 80s movie. All right. So, we're looking... Okay, 88. So, it came out in 88. You found it? All right, 88. Okay, you're right. So, we're looking at 32 years after the fact. God damn. So, that is... What I mean... You can't pretend like it's gotta be their kids. Like their kids. Like you can't pretend like, oh, we're newlyweds now and look at we're trying to adjust to life. It's like, no, no, no. You've been married and in this new country for thirty-two years now. Yeah. I just want to hear Soul Glow done as a modern song by oh someone like god. an EDM remix like, of Soul like Glow. Drake. <laughs> like a Drake version of Soul Glow. Oh my god, it's gonna be let your soul soul so keep build, 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 and then the drop is glow, glow. boom, and then yep. like the beat drops. So there's that. It's I don't I'm I'm scared of these movies where it's 30 years and then the next one comes out because you have to spend the entire time like so what have you been up to this whole time? Yeah, just being being a king. Being yeah, king just of like, so, so like also James Earl Jones is still alive, so I guess he could still be the king of Zamunda. Let them wait. I'm talking, talking to, to my, my son. son. That's true. He is still alive. I assume you have sex with your bathers. I, I know I do. <laughs> Such a good... Yeah, good morning. It's such a good movie. What does dumb fuck mean? <laughs> it's such a good quotable movie. It's a very good movie. This is beautiful. What is this velvet? And it's aged well, and it's aged. Uh, you can go back and watch it now, and it still holds up. Sexual chocolate, Randy Watson. Sexual chocolate. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm torn, but we'll see. I'm, I'm, I will see it. I just I want to get more info about it. I just I want to know what the plot is. I do want to see the trailer. Yeah, I need to know what's happening. What are we getting ourselves into here? Right. All right. Uh, two last pieces of information have to do with Firefest. Okay. Okay. So one that Seth Rogen slash Lonely Island movie kind of felt like it was in the back burner for a while, but now they're back and fully invested after the documentaries. Well, did yeah. So well. Yeah. So if if you don't know, they were working on a script about a, a music festival that went to shit before Fire Festival even happened, before it was even thought of. Yeah, which is a good idea for a concept. And the, and the screenplay is eerily similar to what happened so much they had to go back and change the screenplay so it didn't seem like they were taking the story yeah that's gotta be like the biggest bummer it's like okay cool like no we didn't copy we had this idea we didn't we didn't think anyone would be stupid enough to let these things happen it's almost like how the uh, the joke is like the onion is going out of business because they can't come up with any more ridiculous shit that's already happening in real life yeah it's like this is the most ridiculous thing that could happen at a music festival and then it fucking happened while they were writing it right and so and you have to find a way to rewrite it where you still somehow seem like the charming underdog yeah and not like a monster sociopath like because like if i'm running this festival like we've we've now seen two documentaries potentially a third documentary if that's your next piece of news because i'm it's not but we can talk about it okay i i saw that article i was like i'm sending this to you right now but you're busy i can't but like oh but like, you're not the good guy in this movie, and yeah, no. Wait, so so what's the third doc? I only saw this in passing. What's so the third documentary? Is, it is like a recreation of like what I wanted, which is like the events that happened okay. at the festival. 
It's but on it's YouTube, like, right? What? It's on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's only 30 minutes, so it's quick. And it's like, there's just, it's just reenactments of tweets and things and like Ken that. Ken Bone's in it? Yeah. Which is funny to me. For like the first little bit, Ken Bone is in it. I think there's a bunch of other, there's like random, like in like added celebrities, so. Cool. I mean, I'll watch it because it, it has to do with Firefest. It feels, I didn't see it. I just saw the trailer for it. I, it feels like it's a cash-in of... Let's see if that happens. This is popular, so let's jump in. Let's. let's but it's gonna thing. work because I'm gonna watch it. Oh, and yeah. You're gonna watch it, and next week we'll report on it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna watch it because I just that shit's like vitamins to me. Like, gimme, 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 gimme. Yep. I need all the Firefest info I can get. Yeah. So go watch that. Okay. My other piece of information is that Andy King. Yes. Cause now, cause now I remember his name. Andy King, who has years of experience in event management a viral star because of his willingness to suck some dick to save the festival is getting his own reality tv show good it's gonna be a reality tv show about him (laughs) because he's the world's best friend yeah but like at this point like i mean is he i guess he's still doing events he's still yeah of course he is See, I was under the impression that he was kind of like retired, and this was like his yeah, or at the very least, like he's on the twilight of his career. He's a consultant now. That's what he is. He's a consultant. And so, is it just each episode him getting flown out to a different thing, and just him going like, I mean, I'll suck his dick, but we'll keep going. I think it's like, I I hope it's just him at a table, and they just list all the things. What would you suck suck dick for? Like, would you suck dick to cure AIDS? Would you suck dick for a Klondike bar? Is this a would Price you, is Right game? Yeah, but <laughs> what would what would Andy if the show was just called What Would Andy King Suck Dick For? I'm sold, and I would watch that over and over again. <laughs> just half an hour, people just bringing out random products and experiences, and like trip for two to New ba-da-da-da, York City. Ba-da-da, ba-da-da, oh boy. All right. can, I, can I ask the audience? Can I ask the audience? Oh shit! No, no, it's deal or no deal. It's deal or no deal. That's the whole thing. Okay, yeah. That's all right. Let's let's uh, let's re-record. Let's re-record this entire podcast, and we'll get back nope. to that. All right. Welcome to Five by Five at the movies. Nope. All right. Deal or no deal? What about? Damn it. That's like. And so it's just him with the bell just like take the deal I think it's more prices right-ish oh no it's will you suck dick for this or not and there's like offering money and things so it's like yeah, here's I the offer a bunch from... of people lined up like like the showcase show not the, or like the, the where they pick the contestants like yes he will do it or no he won't and then whoever no wins. that's all the briefcase models okay. and that's them just like and, they, and so it's like alright open the briefcase alright so he won't do this alright here's a call from the banker it is two pallets of Evian water <laughs> Will he suck dick or won't he suck dick? And then just everyone, and there's like this, and then there's Howie Mandel who will not touch anything. What if it's so Regis, just hanging out. It's Regis Feldman. It's who wants to suck billionaire. <laughs> I can't do impressions. I want to do a Regis impression, but is that still a topical reference? No, not at all. Haven't there been like ten hosts of Who Wants to Be a yeah, Millionaire since then? Going. It was Mayor of the Vieira for a little bit. What if it's? Uh, um, Steve Harvey Family Feud, and it's like the top ten food things that Andy King sucks dick for. Survey says a truckload of Hershey bars, like shit like that. Okay, so yeah, what I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of other game shows where it's just like incorporate yeah. dick sucking for this into the. Into what the is Andy King will suck dick for that, <laughs> Alex? <laughs> It's Wheel of Fortune, but it's just a bunch of dicks. It's just <laughs> <laughs> the stopper is a dick. <laughs> I'd like to solve the puzzle. Uh, suck that dick. Hey! hey! 
All right, on that note, yes. thank you so much, everyone, for continuing to support this podcast. Bad boys for life. <laughs> every week our numbers get better, and that's pretty cool. I like that people actually listen to what we say. You should stop listening. No, the, you should not. The last 10 um, minutes were... I wish that feedback had come through, because I like re- reading the feedback on the air. So if you want to give us feedback, hit us up, uh, 5x5film at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook at 5x5themovies. Thank you so much to my co-host, Mason Shear. Mason, hey, that's me. Do you have any uh, plugs this week? No, I already did the the, the Bad yeah, Boys 2 true. joke. Right. So I, so uh, I, please review bad us. Boys for Life. Dick. Uh, please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Still not a single new iTunes review despite thousands of people listening which is kind of funny to me thank you Dan Benjamin Hattie Cook and the entire 5x5 network our theme is produced by Dan Richardson and we'll see you next week with another uh, Bad Boys for Life at the movies roll credits